Okay, here we go now. Well, welcome to Old Dog New Tech, the podcast that explores edtech ideas, innovations, and integration methods from the experienced old dog side of things. My name is Jeff West, and I've been a K-12 music educator for 27 years, and I am passionate about edtech. I love using it. So let's get started at taking a look at how this can be used in your classroom. Well, welcome to episode 63, Old Dog New Tech. This is Jeff West. Hope things are going good for you. And I hope you've enjoyed the past episodes. Uh, take a minute, drop me a note, or give me an iTunes review. I'm slowly getting back into the podcasting more regularly now. My fall season has come and gone, and the craziness is starting to settle just a little bit, although it's still a little crazy as you transition from one season into another. But... I'm getting back into the podcast. On this episode, I'm going to talk about from phone to Chromebook, my daily tech tools. I, I found the other day that I have started to use, say, three or four tech tools pretty regularly. And then I'll, I'll often do some reflection and say, you know, I could probably do this better with some other tools. Here are some things I've read, so I give it, you know, give it a go. That's what I do. You know, whatever works for you is what works for you. Maybe just one or two tech tools. That's fine. It's hard to make the transition and start using a lot of tech when so much of it is very work intensive. Unless you have somebody that you're working with that can you know, make something happen quickly and share it with you and you can you can put it into your lesson. Uh, that's great. But if you don't, and so many teachers don't, uh, it, it doesn't work out that way. It becomes, it, it can consume you and get you away from the things that you need to be doing. So I thought I'd take a minute and highlight some things and kind of, uh, that I use and kind of let you all know that I don't think, you know, if you're a tech user or that many of the people that we think are like these tech gurus, so to speak, which I sometimes hear people say uh, toward me, not trying to, you know, toot my own horn here. But whenever I hear that, I kind of go, mm, no, I, I just maybe if you want to call me a tech enthusiast. But anyhow, uh, maybe we think a tech guru is using like all these tech tools and really I'm not I'm using about four so here I'm good here they are in this episode and here's what I do with them and one that I have started to use more not really a different tech tool but I'm just using it more and uh, I'm really enjoying it and I'm finding that uh, my students enjoy it too and it's just a little thing so I think that's a point I want to make. It's not, it doesn't have to be a big major content delivery assessment presentation for the whole community tech tool. It can be something that saves you five seconds. And as you use it more, it might save you five minutes. And you get quicker with it and better at it. And then pretty soon, perhaps maybe your students start to use it and all of a sudden their work and so forth. Uh, and other things they do, I guess, gets better or their learning gets deeper uh, or you develop those soft skills. You get what I'm saying as I go on here. 
So the things I've become more adept at using uh, because I only focus on or primarily use these three or four things uh, have really helped my teaching and my organization, my my productivity, which is the direction I chose to go with tech. If I wasn't improving myself and my teaching, then me showing my students would be kind of at a loss, much like in music. If I'm not a, if I'm not proficient on some uh, a few instruments or one particular, you know, trying to to teach music, hmm, probably not going to be real successful. So, what are they? Well, Chrome browser, Google Slides, Google Keep, and Google Drive. So I enjoy the tools that Google offers. There are other online free software pieces that I use from time to time. Uh, pay, stay tuned for the tech treat because I will be highlighting one of those. But these are the my four main, um, and I'm finding that I use them on my phone and on my Chromebook or computer, depending on what device I have available or what I need to get done. So obviously with the browser, there's the searching aspect of it and uh, you, know, you can access your email and all those, you know, those types of daily use. But the, I think the thing for me with the browser are the extensions. The things that you can go into the Play Store and find that extend the capability. There's little buttons that are shortcuts to things like Screencastify has one. Or I have one called Extensity which puts all the different extensions that I have tried or want to try or use periodically. I don't use them all the time so you can turn them off or on so that they will appear or won't appear um, up there next to your address bar. Sorry about that. I don't know what it is about podcasting. I get to talking and I get a frog in my throat. Um, so in the browser and the extensions, I have in, enjoy using uh, Chrome browser because then also it remembers uh, if you're signed in, what you've been searching, what you've been doing, and you can find that in the history. Um, the connection between the phone to the computer uh, and you can have um, the bookmarks. Not everything saves the same, so sometimes you have to be sure that if you want it on your Chromebook or your computer that maybe you uh, have a, a set of, of um, bookmarks that you share somehow. There, there are different ways to do that. Even just email yourself that. Number two, there are, um, I've said Google Slides. I think I'll come back to that. Uh, I want to go to Google Drive. Google Drive on my phone, the phone app, is very useful, not so much for creating anything, but if someone says, hey, do you have a copy of this? Or let's create this. And uh, uh, someone says they shared something with me. Uh, would you look it over? And I can look it over, make suggestions, do comments uh, from my phone or uh, tablet. I find myself using that quite a bit. Um, someone will send an email saying, hey, does anybody have this or suggestion for this? And I may not be at my computer at the time and I can send it from my phone pretty easily, the sharing aspect. There are some tricks 
to that sometimes when you share from your phone it it will only like share with say someone in your school if you all have google accounts so you have to make sure that you're that you check through your the sharing permissions if they're not in your school if it's you know sharing something with a parent you may have to uh, make sure that anyone with the link can view um, Google Drive also has a lot of apps that you can add. I've been, I use them primarily for, say, converting a PDF to Word or vice versa. Uh, sometimes for photo editing, um, although those can be problematic. Again, I, I made the point earlier in the podcast that using a lot of tech can become very time-consuming. And... Uh, because tech is not quite there at at the easy for everybody to use. There are some things that are. The browser, yeah. Searching, yeah. All that's easy. But when you're trying to get into being productive, not, it's not all there yet. You have to take some time to do that. And that sometimes, for me, uh, seems to be the opposite. If we want to be productive, that means we're getting a lot done in a shorter amount of time. And if you have to spend time just figuring out how to use something and then it doesn't always work consistently for everyone, then I kind of, why not just get a piece of paper and a pencil and send a note. Um, But Drive um, has recently come out with some uh, ways to put, create priority um, areas of, so if you're working in a particular class, you can add files or spreadsheets or whatever it is so that you don't have to go searching for it in your drive. Uh, I'm just looking at my uh, my personal Google Drive and the number of folders in it is uh, getting a little out of control. I'm going to have to do some cleaning up. But uh, you, c- I can take and create a priority area where I put my five or seven different documents, maybe two or three, whatever. And uh, you can add or delete those um those documents out of that priority area, then you don't have to go into your main drive. I find that very, very useful. It's just a, a recent development. Maybe it's been there a while and I just didn't pay attention, but I, I've been using that a lot more lately. Google Keep. Google Keep is, is, uh, has a lot of functions. Basically, it's you can create a, a to-do list and you can also create reminders and you can share them with people. So here, as we head into the holiday season, my wife told me the other day she created a Christmas keep list and for us to add things to and for people to send us and we can keep track of who gets what uh, if we're buying for another family member so you don't double buy. Um, but the... Th- coolest thing about keep is on the right hand side of any uh, google suite application doc a sheet a slide you'll see three little icons Um, you see the calendar you see a task but in the middle is the keep icon and i have started taking pictures of my students as they're working on things and doing activities and i'll be sure on my phone take it with my phone i'll be sure to share it to keep and make sure I'm using my school account. And it has gotten so fast, I just give it a few seconds and that picture will appear. And then I can insert that, I'll put that in my slides, my Google Slides, which I use for my daily agenda, to show them how they're working and they like to look and see what they were doing and 
and so forth. And I, that creates that, for me, it creates that relationship in their head. They remember uh, from the images, because we human beings are, are so uh, visually oriented. Sometimes that picture of what you're doing is worth as much more than any words you could type or say. Um, but I also have done that, uh, for instance, if we're working and we're in the middle of something and we get interrupted and then that class time is over, I take a picture of the board and that helps me remember what we're doing or a picture of what they were doing, put it in keep, put it on the slide. Next time we see each other, okay, here's where we were. Here's what we were doing. So that's kind of a, a, a really, I'm running out of words, but it's an awesome tool. Um, I think I think that's something that is easy to use, that we could get used to and get quicker at it. Um, I, I found at first it was kind of labor intensive. It took me a little bit to get used to remembering, okay, have your phone out, take a picture, all that type of stuff. And I don't know, maybe you have a policy, you don't want to do that, but, um, you know, give it some thought. Maybe you take it with your Chromebook or your tablet then. If you have those things, you can, uh, you know, and you're good at taking pictures with those. I'm not. That would take me a long time. I need to use my phone to do these things. So well, that last one is a Google Slides, and I use that on Chromebook, but sometimes I'll use it on my phone. I'll create a slide, you know, if uh, in a pinch, uh, I needed to do the daily agenda because I realized the meeting I'm in is taking up all my prep or I forgot. If I forgot something, I can do it on my phone. But um, there's also an extension, an add-on in slides for remote. Uh, remote with slides, and it's very simple. And you can get that on your phone and on um, your computer. I was thinking about that a minute. It's not so much on my phone. It's on the computer. And when you get that add-on on your Chromebook or computer in your Google Slides, up next to the present button, it says present with remote. And when you click that, it gives you a code which you enter in on your phone. And then your phone becomes this very, I mean, very simple remote, forward and back. Um, if you can start a video with this remote, I haven't figured it out yet. So it's, you know, it's not perfect. But um, useful if you need to have, be moving around the room and not right at your computer. And you don't have a, a, a remote that hooks in, a USB remote that hooks into your computer. This one will work on your phone. So those are that. That's, you'll want to you'll wanna try using the Keep tool. I think that's of, of those four things, that's the thing. I really like the ability to be able to take a picture and then I click the icon and it shows up on the side of my computer and then there are three dots. I think I stopped short of this. Sorry, I didn't tell you this. This part's important. There are three dots on your picture in the upper right hand corner. When you click on that, there'll be a drop down menu that says go to keep or archive. But the first one is add to slide or add to dock and it'll put that picture right in there for you. I like that tool that is um, really paying dividends for me in my own productivity and remembering but uh, the students when I put the pictures up the other day uh, boy were they into it they were they were really enjoying seeing what they had done and noticing each other's facial features and you know don't sell that short that's important stuff that creates that engagement that relationship in your class
and um, uh, they start to expect it. And you know, sometimes they'll be able to do that, and sometimes not. But uh, it's also very useful if you want to send. Then you could send that to an administrator or something if you need uh, some pictures of that nature. I don't know. Use your creativity on that one. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Stay tuned. Next is a tech treat of a piece of technology I haven't used in a while, but I came across it the other day, and I thought I really need to share this one because it is so cool. Episode sixty-three, tech treat. Like I said, this is a piece of technology I I had used. Piece of technology. It's not a device. This is a, an online piece. It's a、uh, associated with Google Arts and Culture. I had used this、uh, to show some artwork and to show an opera house, the、uh, Australian Opera House, that beautiful piece of architecture uh, uh, building. Um, but they have since really expanded it, especially around the last Olympics,、uh, Brazil, I think it was. They、um, they did a, a a really cool 360 degree kind of involved tour through Brazil and the different pieces and villages and, and so forth down in the country. But this one is. Uh, let me get the right title here for you: Google Arts and Culture Hidden Worlds of National National Parks. They have four or five, and basically you can touch and move around and look through different areas of the national parks. There'd be a、uh, audio playing telling you about what you're looking at.、Um, there are different little icons that you click, and it gives you information. There are Uh, uh, Other—it's not really slides. It's kind of a VR, but you don't have to necessarily have it in VR. You can just use your Chromebook, and it's、uh, really very cool. I—I I think there are a lot of different opportunities for、um, enhancing your learning, enhancing your maybe content delivery.、Uh, doesn't have to be okay. We're going to study national parks, but maybe you're doing some writing,、uh, and you want to. Have them write about what they see or hear. Or they they take a look at. Again, you can personalize some learning and send your students to this spot, or you can show it up on the screen, and kind of explore it with them and say, okay, I want you to pick something that you're seeing, and you know, expand your whatever your assignment might be.、Um, I think you can create these as well. You might want to take a look at that opportunity. Uh, you can start to create your own 360-degree videos, and、uh, if students want to know, you know, what that's like, you can show them. Well, this is the really, you know, super duper professional way to do it. And、uh, I, the thing I is probably the most engaging to me is that the photography is uh, magnificent. Uh, of course, national parks are so beautiful anyway, but. Uh, gives you a chance to see parts of them and hear information that you may not know. So take a look at that. I provided the link: the、um, Google Arts and Culture Hidden Worlds of National Parks. The tech 
treat for episode number 63. Take care. This has been Old Dog New Tech with Jeff West. You can reach me at olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. That's olddognewtech10 at gmail.com. Send me an email or leave me a review on iTunes. And remember, when integrating tech into your classroom, don't try to be perfect. Just be patient.